Hello, everybody. Welcome back to season two, episode two of Following Jesus with Christ Church, the podcast. My name is Andrew Vandermoss. I am here along with a bunch of friends today. Of course, we have Addison Hawkins, friend, colleague, uh, co-host from the podcast, uh, and am also joined by quite a number of the Christchurch staff. We have Greg Mybuyer, uh, Scott Gritter, Ben Seneker, uh, Debbie Bukovietsky, and Susan Guerra. We are all here via Zoom today, so I can see each of them, but we can't see any of you. So hello, everybody. Welcome. Hi. <laughs> they did a good job. We trained them ahead of time not to talk over one another since Zoom will not catch any of that. So they didn't say anything at all. Our goal today is to just talk a little bit about Thanksgiving um, as this is certainly the season and you are probably listening to this within a day or two of Thanksgiving, or at least having come through Thanksgiving, so you have a mind for that. I was thinking of 1 Samuel 7. 1 Samuel 7, verse 12, we see Samuel taking a stone, set it up between Mizpah and Shen, and he calls its name Ebenezer, for he said, till now the Lord has helped us. And that's a, a long sort of uh, story of, of the Israelites, God's people, setting up memorials or reminders of, of God's help and, and just being thankful in the various places of life. And in some senses, that's what this podcast uh, is about. We want to just set up a, a stone, a memorial, uh, offering thanks from some of your staff uh, to the Lord. So Addison, what, why don't you lead us into kind of where we're going today and uh, let's, let's get this party started. <laughs> um, yeah, for sure. We're just uh, walking through this season together and thinking of thankfulness. We've laid out just a few questions that we're going to work through trying to keep our, our time limit in check. You get all these great people in one room, we might talk for hours. So uh, even though we're in separate rooms, we could still talk for hours. So today, as we consider Thanksgiving and being thankful, we're just going to try and share some, some memories and some, some times in our past of, of, uh, of wonderful Thanksgiving moments, maybe a particular Thanksgiving that is memorable, that, stu- that has stood out, things that we've been thankful for this year. And we also want to look and, and, and consider this year, which is much different than previous years in Thanksgiving, and just what is Thanksgiving amidst a pandemic like? What are the things that we're thankful for? Uh, and what has made this year particularly hard? Are there certain things that we're, we're working through and dealing through uh, as, a, as a staff and as people? And just wanting to share that with you, just wanting to, to come together, to fellowship together, to really uh, walk with Jesus through the good and the bad, uh, the, the bright and the, the ugly at times. And so why don't we just start start in was is someone want to to volunteer a fond thanksgiving memory that they have yeah i'll go i'll go ahead and jump in uh so this is ben if you can't recognize me by my voice um i one memory that definitely jumps to mind um traditionally we spend thanksgiving with janae's parents christmas with mine and uh, this was about seven years ago or, or so 
and um, Janae's parents live in Virginia. And so the girls, Janae and the girls had gone up to um, uh, Northern Virginia to a, a ski resort where we were all gonna meet for Thanksgiving. And uh, they went up on like a Monday. I had to stay um, back uh, in our hometown for um, until about Thursday. I, I think I was gonna drive up. I think my last day was Wednesday and I was gonna drive up on Thursday on Thanksgiving and just be there for dinner. Um, but I got off work on Wednesday and just decided, you know what, I'm going to go ahead and drive up. And it's about, a, it was about an eight hour, eight hour drive. And I just remember, here's my memory. I'm fi finally getting to it. I was driving up I-81. It was probably close to midnight by the time I finally got on the road and I had downloaded John Piper's, uh, like testimony. It was like an hour, hour and a half long or something. And I just remember driving up, up the road. Um, listening to his just amazing um, story and the stars were out and it was just absolutely beautiful. I even pulled off on the side of the road at one point and just, just take in the moment, the cold air. And uh, the best part was the next morning uh, surprising the girls because they, they thought I was coming in later that day, but they, they woke up to me there and it was just <laughs> that classic uh squealing and excitement Aww. uh and it was just a uh it was a really it was a really fun moment and no one knew i i, I no one not even janae that i was going to be there i called her right as i was pulling in it must have been one or two o'clock in the morning um anyway that was just a really sweet moment just to, to surprise everyone uh but then also just listening to john piper <laughs> for some reason that was just a really great memory <laughs> that's awesome that's yeah. awesome other memories um, I'm thinking about, uh, my mom making such amazing dinners. And at some point she, um, she kind of let us each bring things, but she really just had to see the food in order to know that, um, this is Susan, by the way, <laughs> to know that, uh, like she was having enough on, on the table for the family. So she would, in addition to all the things we would, would bring, we, um, she would provide a super extra full banquet. So it just was so much food. <laughs> and um, one of my cousins was there once and she said, Aunt Anne, you've made of, um, a buffet, I think she called it like, you know, <laughs> Like yeah. the restaurant that has yeah. those buffets. Just yeah, that's awesome. That. Mm -hmm. She can't really, she doesn't cook anymore. So. Yeah, Debbie. About um, 10 years ago, well, for, for the longest time, actually almost all the time, my family has lived kind of far from extended family. Um, and there was one particular uh, Christmas. It was 2011. I remember this because my grandma had just turned a hundred years old. Wow. And so she was there and my mom and dad were there. Uh, my family and I were there and my brother and his family came. So it was really wonderful. We had four generations together. And before the meal, which we usually have kind of midday, uh, we decided to walk over everyone with the exception of my hundred year old grandmother to, um, a schoolyard and just kind of do a field day with the kids. And it was, we just had so much fun. I mean, we played, you know, we had relay races and 
um, a little bit like how the church does the usually does the football game on the turkey bowl. Yeah. Uh, but we had a we had a big field day and it was really fun. Most of the kids, all the cousins were high school or junior high age, with the exception of our youngest, who at the time was, I think, five years old. And, um, you know, he was having a little bit of a hard time keeping up with all the big kids. And then my brother uh, said, OK, we have another game. And he had all of us sit down, you know, my parents, um, all the way to our then five-year-old and we played duck, duck, goose. <laughs> and, uh, that was just the best thing. We played duck, duck, goose on Thanksgiving day. And, uh, that was really special. It was a special time. Uh, that's awesome. Good. What about you, Greg? <clears throat> well, I grew up in the military, so I had a lot of uh, great memories of some of our Thanksgivings with grandparents uh, in Saginaw. But I remember a three-year stretch back in like 66 to 68 where we were in Germany. And so uh, I have four brothers and um, for Thanksgiving, I think my mom just decided it wasn't worth the effort to try and make a turkey. So we would go to the, what they call the NCO club. So the military would put on these dinners and, and invite all the families to come. And going into the, into the hall, on the left side was just large bins of fruit, every kind of fruit imaginable, you know. Uh, on the right side were nuts, all kinds of nuts. And, and when you walked in, they'd hand you a shopping bag and say, fill it up. And we did. And, and so that was, for us, a really special time. We just really enjoyed that. Um, now that's the first when we were we were asking about favorite uh, Thanksgivings. That's the first thing that popped in my mind. I thought about other ones, but th that one really has stuck with me. So. That's cool. That's really great, Scott. You, you've got a memory. Um, when I was young, we would always go to my aunt and uncles and celebrate with my dad's side of the family. And I think it's where my love of bread products started but we would always have those brown and serve rolls and we would, we would finish our meal and being a youngster, I was always still hungry. So I would go back to the line and there'd always be a small portion of gravy left. And I would grab probably four or five more rolls and just stand there and finish off the gravy bowl with <laughs> dipping my brown and serve yeah. rolls. Uh, I can still picture the, the room and the, line the table where everything was set up. And even the, the gravy bowl was a brown bowl with like a flower decoration on it kind of thing. So, wow. I've bread ever yeah. since. That, 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 is a, that, that is a very vivid descriptive memory. And I'm not sure how it makes me feel right now. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Addison? Any, any memories? Yeah, I've got a, I've got a few, but one in particular that sticks out. Uh, a little bit of context: growing up, we would always travel from Kansas City to St. Louis, where my mom's family was, to celebrate for almost every major holiday. And so we did this growing up uh, for Thanksgiving. And I just loved having those Thanksgiving meals at my grandma's house. And there was lots of great home cooking. And of course, being in St. Louis, another offering that was there for the dozen or so kiddos was Emo's Pizza. And that might not mean anything to a lot of people, but 
take a piece of cardboard and put some, some cheese on top of it with some toppings. And that's, that's about what you get with emos, but it is delicious. I promise you, if you're in St. Louis, get some, but I remember the memory that sticks out to me the most was the year I graduated from the kids table to the adult table because uh. emos is not on the adult table. And I wanted to go back to the kids table. I thought, what all this Turkey and all this other junk. I want emos pizza. That's what I want for Thanksgiving. And so it is a tradition with my family growing up well at least buy one emo's pizza to celebrate thanksgiving just to remember grandma and all those times so that was that's the adorable that's that stood out to me <laughs> that is awesome that's awesome well as you as we come into thanksgiving 2020 like what are uh, what are some of the things that you are giving thankful for or you are giving thanks for this year uh, you know i thought about that for myself two things come to mind actually we're we're recording this on moses's adoption day it was one year ago today that we uh that we adopted moses and just mm -hmm. so grateful for that kid and uh how he's fit into our family and um just grateful for the way that the Lord is working in, in his life. So that's one thing that I'm grateful for. I also became a, a grandfather this, this past year. So grateful for Eliza, uh, the other kids too, you know, but, uh, that granddaughter is, is awesome. So, um, uh, new to that club. Those are a couple of things I'm giving thanks for. What, what about some of the rest of you things come to mind? Yeah, Greg. Um, yeah, just uh, and, and just welcoming uh, Charlie Benjamin into the family. He's about three and a half months old now. Um, with his older brother Jude, who's a little over two years, and uh, older sister Ella, who's six. And we went. Uh, we after our first service last Sunday, we drove down to Lansing, and uh, Charlie was baptized. And it was just a gift to see that uh, you know um, our kids love the Lord. Um, their, their kids love the Lord and we just pray for Charlie that he will also love the Lord. Um, it was that, that for me was just a highlight this year. Again, I've just been thrilled to be able to see them for many years. We were in different States. And so we don't take these times for granted. So we try and do this whenever we can. Um, but that, uh, that was just a real blessing to enjoy, uh, to have, uh, Charlie join us and to, to see how his brother and sister uh, just love on him. Um, it, has, it has been a real joy. I'll go ahead uh, and um, respond. I, I would, I would say what we're thankful for is being here, um, you know, transitioning up. This has been, this was years of the making, you know, with the whole process of, uh, you know, entering into the waters of church planting and then, finding out where we were being called and then to, to sell the house and pack up and move here. And I'm getting those um, notifications on my phone from Google photos or whatever, you know, like, you know, <laughs> recapture the memory from last year. And I, you know, what pops up are all these packing boxes. And I'm like, no, no, I don't, don't want to relive all the, you know, the, the ordeal of packing up and moving, but it's just so wonderful to, to, to be reminded of that though, that we're here, we're settled, we have a home, and uh, the girls are being settled. So there is just so much to be thankful for and um, confirmation of being here. Uh, but then also just seeing what the Lord is doing through the church plant too is just, um, I mean, just so much to be thankful for. Um, relationships uh, with the Lord are growing, they're developing, they're deepening. And um, yeah, the discipleship is, is strong. So um, very thankful to be here. 
not too dissimilar to, to Ben's, but I remember five years ago. So even before we were here about this time is when I had my first conversation with Andrew about coming to Grand Rapids and, and what Christ church was doing. And to me, you know, Grand Rapids and Michigan were, were just a spot on the map at that point. But now I'm thankful for this family that, you know, I look at the staff team that I've worked with now for the past four years and the people that have really impacted not only my life, but my kid's life and my wife mm-hmm. is just so thankful for where the Lord has led us. And, you know, even amidst this time, which we'll talk about this a bit later, I just am, am rejoicing where we are. And so, uh, just thankful for, for being here for Grand Rapids, for our friends, for our church, just the way that the Lord moved from that, that 2015 Thanksgiving time. I talked to Andrew. Thanksgiving often helps me to just think about the people in my life. And I often reflect on, especially lately, the sort of the two spectrums of life, I guess, but the older generation uh, and just the impact that they have had in my life, especially here at Christ Church. Think of the many people that I've gotten to know over the years and they have just continued to pour into me. Sometimes they don't even know it, but just by the way they live their life and are faithful to the scriptures, faithful to uh, the church and just living out their faith in a day in and day out of everything that happens during life. And I'm just thankful for people like that. Um, But the other end of the spectrum is our youth. I'm just very thankful for them and for the way that they also speak into my life. They are eager to learn, eager to be together. They love to to fellowship. Even in the midst of times like this, they still want to be together as much as it's difficult to be. But I just am thankful for them for the way that they really seek to own their faith and to live it out. It's a real joy. Yeah. You, you mentioned, you know, in the midst of this time, yeah, I, I look at the faces that are on this zoom call and I, you know, we all know each other. Well, we, we know some of the burdens uh, that, that we carry amidst life. Uh, you know, Ben, just this last week, we were praying for you with Abby in the hospital and, yeah. uh, Susan, Jesse's in the hospital. Um, yeah, everybody has got various things. I mean, Addison and Lynette are traveling down to see a grandparent for the last time, uh, more than likely. How, how do you how do you process Thanksgiving in the in the midst of some of these difficult things? And we all we all have, uh, you know. I guess that's one of the things that I've learned as a pastor is like nobody's got it easy. Uh, no matter what they might look like for an hour on Sunday morning, or, you know, mm-hmm. there's always stuff going on in life, especially in 2020 with the pandemic. So how, how are you guys processing just Thanksgiving in the midst of things that are challenging? I'm, uh, I'm just very thankful that God, uh, hears our prayers, Mm. that he's a personal God and um, he's a God of understanding. And that's something I'm especially thankful for more and more, just seeing him work through prayers for um, that are prayed by me and others over my kids, over Jesse, 
my nieces and nephews over our church. I, I just see him working and he's personal. Um, and yeah, I, I'm very thankful for that. For sure. For sure. Others. Yeah, Ben. So, yeah, this this past week was really difficult with um, Abby having her um, procedure done on her heart. Um, I'm so thankful that all that was um, a success. But in the midst of it, so this was like day two or day three when she was in ICU, I had completely stopped the, the ability to pray <laughs> is what it, did, it felt like. Um, and Janae, too, we, we were just we were like a rag that had just been wrung out. Hmm. And um, what was so amazing is just the number of folks who were praying for us when we couldn't. Um, I mean, across the nation, this folks just uh, reaching out and letting us know that they were praying. And so just that moment that I could just sit back and just know that that prayers were being offered for my daughter and my family when I couldn't. Um, I can't, honestly, I can't think of a moment that was so poignant just in, in my whole life of, of that, of just, just knowing that I was being lifted up. My, my little girl was being lifted up. So, um, that brought thankfulness, uh, to a whole new level for me. Yeah. That's awesome. Thanks for sharing that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, just recently, we sang at Christchurch that hymn, he will hold me fast. And I just am reminded of just that, that truth, you know, Christ will hold me fast, that he will hold me fast, that no matter if my faith feels like it's going to fail, or if I'm going to see a loved one for the last time, or, you know, Lynette has really been struggling with her hip for the past year and a half, and it's just turned into chronic pain. You know, mm -hmm. something we remind ourselves together at night is that, you know, Christ has this, you know, he, he's going to hold us. It's the, you know, we can watch the news and you can pay attention to the things that are going on. It just looks so dire, you know, it just looks so dark and to be reminded by the truth of the gospel through that him and other ways. I mean, this is just something that we've been using uh, in our own life to, to remind us of that truth that Christ has this and he has us and he knows exactly what we're going through. Even in a time where it feels like we have no idea what's going on. We don't know how to plan for tomorrow, you know, let alone, you know, 2021 or any of the things you want to think about, but Christ has this and just that just, brings a level of thanks. Um, you know, that it's not up to us. It's not up to, you know, myself or to Lynette or to any of us here on staff, but just that Christ has it. And I just, I love that hymn. I mean, it is, it is one that we come back to just to remind ourselves of those beautiful truths. Yeah, that's good. Good. Any other thoughts on Thanksgiving from this group? Um, I've been um, working with or serving actually uh, second and third graders at the Potter's House this year. Mm. And um, so I, I go with about uh, a dozen boys off for about 35, 40 minutes. And they're doing a journal journal this year. And it's the theme is overflowing with thanks, thankfulness, overflowing with thankfulness. And I know that uh, some of these kids come from very difficult circumstances and difficult places and hard lives. 
but it's been a joy just to be able to spend that short time with them on a weekly basis and to hear what they see in terms of who God is and how he is working in their lives. And uh, so Ms. Borman, the teacher, is uh, just wonderfully able to uh, integrate the gospel with the education and just blend it in a, such a wonderful way. Um, but um, the, the focus for the kids has been on God, ourselves, others, and then what do we do with that? So it allows them a little bit of time of reflection. And you know, I got a, a text the other day said they're going to have to go to virtual learning for the next three weeks. And uh, I was really dis disappointed. I'm not going to be able to spend some time with these kids. I'll just continue to pray for them. Uh, mm -hmm. But that's just been a real joy in the midst of a difficult time uh, just to be able to go and connect with our community and, and uh, serve as best we can. Yeah. Yeah. I love some of these things that we're hearing here, praying for, praying with other people, other people praying when we can't pray, um, just glimpses of grace in the midst of difficult circumstances. Uh, Thanksgiving not being completely dependent on our circumstances, but uh, an ability to see broader, uh, further, uh, further afield than, than our circumstances sometimes allow. These are the things, you know, we, we titled the podcast Following Jesus with Christ Church. And I, I guess just as we draw this to a close, I, you know, I know the heart for all of our staff is that everything that we do, whether it's Greg with operations, you know, Debbie serving the kids, Susan, music, Scott, youth, Addison, jack of all trades, uh, doing all sorts of things. Um, wh whatever we're doing, we, we really want to just connect people to the hope uh, that we have in Christ and um, stay close to him, uh, follow him each and every day of our life, whatever the circumstance might be. Um, because surely wherever you're listening right now, I'm sure you can think of things that are difficult uh, right now. So there you go. Season two, episode two. Thank you very much, uh, Scott, Greg, Susan, Ben, Debbie, for making some time to come on. We really appreciate it. Sure. All right. Thank you. Appreciate it. <laughs> Thank appreciate you. It. Thanks. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. <laughs> and uh, may, may your day and the whole of the holiday season be joyous. Thanks for listening. We're glad you checked us out. If you want more from Christchurch, you can find us at our website. It's Christchurchgr.org. That's Christchurchgr.org. While you're there, check out the Staying Connected During COVID-19 page for more resources, our home worship guide, the latest podcast, and other ways to stay connected. You can find this podcast on many of your regular podcasting apps, or that is through Apple iTunes or the Google Play Store. If you enjoyed this content, please consider giving us a rating and a review. Also, sharing this episode with a friend or family member is a great way to keep them connected. We're so glad you checked in. We'll see you next time.